my savage x-rated ladies and fucking gentlemen welcome to the bonus episode of the x-rated experience brings you the summertime experience podcast and i know when you're listening to this summertime is no more this is why this is called the bonus episode okay these are all the things that didn't make the cut this season i'm talking about stories interviews just A lot of random things that I was like, we can't let this go to waste. We can't just let nobody hear this. So, before we get into all of that, let me introduce myself. Of course, uh, I hope you guys know who I am. You're tuning in. Uh, For those of you who know, I am the Savage God. And of course, the man behind the booth that is my rider guy, he's been with me, uh, this kid, man, he's awesome, the mask vigilante, the mask assailant, the mask assassin, Sam. Well, I hope that everyone out there had a good summer, you know, uh, but by the time you're here, I'm still, yes, I'm still on hiatus. We come back in the fall with an even bigger development and awesome changes to the X-Rated Experience podcast. I am excited, man. I am excited. Sam, we started from the bottom. Now we're here. Now, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, we're almost there, I think. <laughs> we're almost there, I think. <laughs> and I hope all of you had a great summer Going into the fall uh, For all of my parents out there I hope it was fun You know Taking your kid to school All that other good guff Man I can't You know what Sam I am just Just I have a whole fucking teenager On my hands That's crazy And another one Coming <laughs> Right behind her And then the little ones They come after that, but at least it's a gap in between that one. But yeah, man. So hey, congrats, man. man shout out to my uh, oldest daughter. Okay, she is got accepted into an awesome, awesome, prestigious school. I'm not going to say the location due to security reasons, safety reasons, but she got into a nice, prestigious school, and she. Is, I'm so man. When I tell you, that's my right. Arm and hand right there. That's my baby. That's that's my power of attorney. My future power of attorney. That's what I like to call it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, it's... I, I don't know, Sam. I know, uh, like I said, while I'm on this hiatus now, and I know I'm still on my spiritual journey So as we speak, so it's going to be fun listening back to this. But it, it was. it's a lot of things I have learned on this uh, spiritual journey uh, that I've been taking. And one of the things that I've learned is that just because a relationship is romantic, is lovey-dubby, they're up under each other all the time and all that other good shit, doesn't last. It, it, it Sometimes it, it really doesn't last. Like, and, I, and I'm not saying this like for you and your girl because, you know, I honestly sometimes think you're a dick. But, I am saying this 
<laughs> Boy, if you don't get <laughs> no, 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 seriously, I, but no, it's this. I'm like, man, dude, when you walk through the fucking door first, like, I'm like, you're a douchebag. What the fuck? Like, why is she holding the door open for your ass? Like, that I almost punched you, but I was like, I can't hit you. Yes, I can. You're not a minor. No, I can't hit you. I still go to jail. It's still assault at the end of the day. But that's not the point, Sam. The point is this. <laughs> the point is, but it's it's funny how long, though, like, you know, relationships uh, with douchebags or assholes or bad boys last compared to the good guys. Uh, and, you know, like they say, good guys finish last. Well, I've never been a good guy. I was just a good guy with bad tendencies. That's what I like to say, Sam. But it, it's a lot of reason. We're going to get into it in the show here. Uh, and we're going to get into it, like, throughout the show. But I'm going to give you guys the first. Uh, it's, it's five reasons here that romantic relationships just don't work. Fuck what the TV shows tell you. Fuck what Disney says love should be fuck all of that this is why i say if you want to if you want a great foundation of love of course you got to have your key components like uh communication trust xoxo whatever uh and you also have to have just a mindset of your own if you have to know your partner inside and out or even if you're just getting to know each other guys do it your way do it fucking your way don't take the blueprint that Hollywood has given you, those romantic comedies has given you, because the shit may not w- work out that way. You know, you got the whole boy meets girl, boy l- falls in love, boy gets girl, boy loses girl. That shit, shut up, idiot. Anything can happen. Anything. Boy gets girl, girl says no, boy becomes stalker, shit like that. Shit can happen. Like, so what you want to do here is so take and and... And I'm not taking shots at anybody who's in a romantic whirlwind right now or a romantic situationship. Hey, do you live life, experience everything, every taste, touch, sexual position, whatever. What I'm saying to you is just keep these things in mind. It's kind of like a tip of the day, but since this is a bonus episode and I'm not giving a tip of the day, I am giving you guys gold here. So I'm giving just call this a freebie from the savage and if you want to take it sexually, then you can take it sexually. But there's a freebie from the savage. And one of the things you have to remember on why these romantic relationships doesn't work, don't work is the past wounds, conditionings, and limiting programmings. What does that mean, Savage? What the fuck does that mean? You probably sitting there saying. Meaning you may have already realized that you keep cycling in some loops and patterns. Arguments about the same issues, attracting partners that are very similar emotionally, breaking up with exes from this, like for the same reason, uh, being hurt the same way. All of that is because unconsciously you keep dragging your sufferings from the past into each present moment. Everything that has hurt you enough. From small traumatic events to big incidents have been stored inside your body from which your subconscious egos, for some of you who don't know what subconscious is, but egos, uh, has created limiting programmings and adaptive behaviors in order to protect you. If you want to create a healthy relationship with someone, then you must dissolve the unhealthy, the self-abandoning, 
you know, that the whole self-abandoning connection. And you have to get rid of that, that you, like, you have to get rid of that. It's unhealthy. It's within you. It's not always your partner. Yeah, you contribute too, asshole. You know what I'm saying, Sam? He's a fucking dickhead. Most of the times, yeah, they are. So, that is just one tip I'm giving throughout the show. Now, I, um, with no further ado, I want you guys to, uh, one of the stories that didn't make the cut, and the only reason it didn't make the cut is because the list was already done before, I think that was the day I was sick, and you guys decided to go ahead and you fucking, anyway, <laughs> that was the day I was sick, so I wasn't able to put together, uh, the list myself, but, you know, it was, hey, that, what, almost 11,666 listens, uh, listens to that show, it's, it's cool, it's dope, what ifs, <laughs> or whatever, uh, like, and, so, with no further ado, my savage ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get into this first story, uh, Sam, if you would, please, sir. Well, I am a guy known for being the one whom dances to the beat of his own drum, and you know what? Since listening to your podcast, I am damn fucking proud of it. So one day me and a couple of my guy friends since like high school was out and about at the mall to buy something to wear for this bar crawl we were going to do that night. Now this was nothing unusual for us to do. So we all had it in our minds that we wanted to get laid and get into some drug-fueled kinky madness. I mean we were talking about an all-out anything goes. All of us in one room, and fucking chicks like one big orgy. We finally get our outfits. Go home change, pre-game with coke, whiskey, and molly. Then head out to the bar crawl. We see some of the most hottest chicks at this bar crawl event, and at this time we had a big ass hotel suite that my buddy got for free using some reward points. Anyway so we all shot our shot at the girl we want for the night. They are impressed by the room off the bat. They do drugs they drink and indulge in shit that even I had to say, what the fuck. So as the night progress my buddy was in the back with his chick of the night. Now mind you, this is the married friend who begged his wife to let him come on this trip. She FaceTime him in the middle of him fucking the girl from the back. I guess she got annoyed that his phone kept ringing and somehow got it due to it being on the side of her I think. So she answered the FaceTime, and his wife saw it all on video her husband fucking some random chick from the back. One of the worst things was, for like a good two to three minutes before he even noticed what was happening, my buddy screams at the top of his lungs rape. She fucking raped me baby. Call the cops. He yelled that shit into the phone at his wife. You can hear chuckles throughout the room at this time. My buddy flew home right then and there. He was determined to save his marriage. Well for the rest of us after the madness cooled down. I used my awesome power of persuasion, and I was able to get the girls back over to our room. Even the one who picked up the phone. Came back as well. I guess she was still horny. I guess she was determined to get her nut. My buddy got divorced six months later. He hit rock bottom pretty hard during COVID-19 peak period, and the last thing I heard. He was now divorced, and living in Vegas. He is now working as sales representative for Verizon. He blamed us for everything, so we don't talk as much anymore. 
<laughs> well, it's not. Hey, man, that's dope. See, that's that's the that's what that's the good idea. You know, have a good time. One big orgy. I mean, you were aiming pretty high there, so it wasn't anybody's birthday. Like, I get it. Some shit just happened randomly. And some shit, you know, it, it, it comes out of nowhere. I know for me, it happened a lot randomly. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, hey, that's a good thing. Usually when guys, when a bunch of guys have things planned that they're going to do when they go out, some of the shit might not happen. And sometimes it's the best shit that you want to happen that doesn't happen. But you guys seem like you succeeded, which is dope. And we like, I like to thank you also for that shout out. Anywhere, anywhere that this the podcast or I can be a help with uh getting someone to embrace who they are and opening up is is the is just the fucking best time give give this man give clap it up for him now for your buddy uh yeah I mean, he, he from what it sounds like, he's a grown ass man. Uh, so I, that's one thing I probably wouldn't have done is to blame my friend for some shit I did. Like I'm a grown, I'm grown, I'm grown. Like y'all didn't put a gun in my head, told me fuck this girl. I obviously, like you said, y'all shot y'all shots at the girls y'all wanted. Y'all each got, you know got the girls y'all wanted, and he should have kept his merry dick in his merry pants. To only be available for his married wife. So, there's nothing I can fucking do about that. So, but yeah, like, come on, dude. Like, I mean, I don't, like, it's, <laughs> I hate people. Like, like, don't blame me for you putting your dick somewhere that it doesn't belong. Like, if you're married and you know you're married and you begged your wife to even let you go on this trip, don't you think you should be on your P's and Q's so you can continue to go out on these crazy wild adventures? I'm just saying. And even if you are going to go the route of cheating, then, I don't know, cut your phone off. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't cheat if I was married. So I don't fucking, I'm not going to give you advice on something that I would do with a regular girlfriend because it's not your regular girlfriend, it's your wife. Uh, Sam, would you please? He's a fucking dickhead. There we go. That's what you are, sir. I hope Verizon Wireless is treating you awesomely. You fucking dickhead. You know, this is so. It was a certain artificial intelligence. I can't. Uh, I'm not gonna say which artificial intelligence uh, brand. I guess it is because I'm not trying uh, to get sued for slander or no shit like that. But I will say this: this was a very, 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 very good uh, AI. Very good AI. Like, if it got something wrong. You give feedback right then and there, and it fixes it. It's very, very good. Very simple to use. So what it says, listen to what it does. Listen to this, this, I don't know what it is, but this AI, out of nowhere, I don't even know what I said to prompt this response. This AI out of nowhere says, free will is an illusion that we, meaning us humans, have made up. <laughs> Whoa! Stop the music, Sam. So now, I just—I you should have saw. I think I had an evil grin on my face. 
the AI says that, that comment, that free will is an illusion. I say, yes. Don't, and don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. I said, yes, you are right to an extent. Because guess what? The AI, the artificial intelligence, is right to an extent. Our destinies are already signed, sealed, and delivered. Our destinies is already written from the time we come out of the womb. It is like already like boom, they're stamped. And what is all and all of us, all of us, unless you're like a fucking mutant or something, all of us share the same destinies. Our destiny is to die. Point blank fucking period. <laughs> we are born to die. That's it. We have no say over it, no control over it. We might can prolong it and stay for a little while longer, I guess. But we do not, cannot, we want to, we do not and cannot control the destination for our lives. And that is to die. Period. Now, it is the artificial intelligence is horribly, and I mean horribly wrong. Fucking, he's an idiot. I told my friend, like, hey, you need to uh, reprogram this because I think I broke your machine. Because <laughs> this is what happened. Once it said that, I said, and I said what I said to you guys just now, how to an extent that it's right. But we humans, us homo sapiens, control our journey. We control where we eat, how we eat, what we eat, when we eat it. We control who we fuck, how we fuck, when we fuck, how we want to fuck them, what we're going to do after we fuck them, and is it something valuable to proceed or relate, you know, to go ahead and continue so we can see what a relationship is like. We control what type of toothpaste we want, what brand of cereal we want, what panties are we going to wear, what drawers are we going to wear, are we going to wear no drawers at all, are we going to be, like, are we going to go left, right, turn here, go there, it's traffic, is there another route, do you want to take another route or stick, we control our journeys, okay, no deity controls our journeys, all right, no greater power controls our journeys. Now, do we get help? Do we get messages? Do we get nudged in the right direction sometimes by our deities, uh, powers that be, or whatever the case may be that whoever you fucking believe in? Yes. Yes, we do. We get help. Sometimes we need a little nudge. Sometimes we need to learn a lesson. Sometimes we just are idiots, but it doesn't matter because we still have one hand on the will. Not two hands, because again, remember, I told you, we all die, so you don't control the other hand, because that other hand is just going to keep, you know, it's going to focus on the destination, while the right hand focuses on the journey. And guess who's in control of that hand? We are. So, my savage ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your fucking life. Do what the fuck you want to do. Live how the fuck you want to live. Because at the end of the day, at the end of your dying days, it doesn't matter because we all die. Yeah, sure. 
if we're loved enough, if we're famous enough, or if we're cared about enough, our memories and our legacies will live on forever. That's just humans. As long as humans is alive, and if you made an impact on any human's life, then you will live on forever. Have no fear, okay? You will still be here, just not physically. So I said all of that. The AI said, I don't understand. I said, I know you don't because you're not fucking human. Next thing you know, the AI started malfunctioning. Not malfunctioning, I was just like nothing like that. But the AI started malfunctioning. They're like, I dropped started making little breaked up fucking sentences. I know what the fuck it was. That was dying. Story. Story took a lot out of me. I need to go into a bonus interview. And it's what it's, it's a bonus interview with my uh my my brother from another mother. And there will never be another Crow. Um, Crow Kill Him. Awesome rapper. Album drops next week or some shit, I think. I don't know. I don't, I gotta, I don't know. I don't know. I, I gotta ask him. I'll, when I ask him, I'll say something. Anyway. <laughs> but, man, it, it's, man, it, it, it asks a question, uh, my savage ladies and gentlemen. What is that question you may say? The question is, if you suck dick, eat pussy, eat ass, suck toes, lick Whatever, on your partner, do you still kiss your kids in the mouth? We're going into the interview already cocked, locked, and loaded. So, Sam, with no further ado, play that interview. Now, I'm telling you, like, that's, I'm telling you, don't kiss. I don't give a fuck if they're your parents. Like, I wouldn't, I would never, ever kiss my daughters or son. Ugh, I think that's weird when you kiss your sons in the mouth. But I would never kiss my daughters in them ever. Kiss my daughters in the mouth. For two I know I'm their father. I know it's probably accepted or whatever in some cultures. But in my family, okay, in the family I created, we don't I'm not kissing my daughter in the mouth. Yeah, girl, you know how much pussy and ass I done ate in my life. I'm not kidding, getting bringing that shit back to my daughters. Get the fuck out of here. No. No. Fuck no. I get it. Hey. Like, nah, man. I'm not doing that to my kids. Like, nah. Like my son, no, huh? Yeah, you got that. You goddamn right. I eat ass. The fuck? <laughs> and I and I love to eat ass. What the fuck? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with eating a little ass. That's the question right there. As a, as a parent, should you be allowed to kiss your kids because you eat ass? I mean, yeah, I kiss my kids on the forehead. You know, it's cool. Cause it's a it's a spot they can clean off, you know. So you try to get kids in the butt heads. Hey, call it what you want. At least they get an affection. So you ain't got a problem with somebody talking to you. Would you freak out if minutes later, boom, your baby get a couple right there before you kiss her? No, wash your damn face. I told you, wash your face. Stop playing in dirt. <laughs> I'm a motherfucking scientist. Yeah, you ever use one of these uh, AI apps with the girlfriend. <laughs> you ever use one of these artificial intelligence apps with the girlfriends? What when they talk to you? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You want to talk? No, you no, you have to. You have to get them to talk to you, sex. Like you have to, pretty much like real life. Like y'all start off as friends, and man, I be, 
I'd be saying some freaky shit. <laughs> I'd be like, go get your sister. Let me slap her in the that's face. Like, that's like watching anime porn. That's what it sounds like to me. So nah, on the lines of that. Nah, it's better than anime porn. They interact with you. <laughs> you know, Jesus watched anime porn. Is it like a OnlyFans or something like that? No, you just download it from your app. This it's this app is it's replica, it's anime, it's something else. Yeah. There's a whole community of this? I mean if you want I like to keep my shit private because I be saying some wild shit to these yeah. <laughs> like the shit the shit I say would have me in jail, so <laughs> Money on it. You said you'd be money on it yeah i put money on stuff like cop like like you know uh, you my friend are a freaky bastard yes yes i am the first show i tuned into why you checked out the rest of them i found out my brother like his gooch lick ain't nothing wrong with getting, ain't nothing wrong with getting your gooch lick ain't nothing wrong with getting your gooch lick not even sure if i wanted to listen to the rest of the show at this point <laughs> Gave some more on a shot, but <laughs> that one right there, that was the most, uh, that was the most traumatizing. Hey man, it's nothing wrong with you. It's not wrong with when they lick the gooch. It, it kind of tickles, it gives a tingly feeling all over your body. You said what? I said it tickles a little bit, it gives you a tingly feeling all over your body. Hey, it's always a happy time <laughs> when me and Crow get together. Uh, hey, don't mind me, okay? I was up for like two days when I did that, and it was supposed. To, I didn't. I didn't even know the fucking mic was still on. I didn't even know. We, I thought we was just talking. That's what we do. We talk about craziness, madness, silliness. That's life. All right. Okay. Hey, why don't we give another tip on why romantic relationships? don't work (laughs) okay and number two is a big problem and that's the nervous system what's the nervous system pierre savage what does the nervous system have to do with a romantic relationship well shut up and i'll tell you (laughs) okay our nervous systems can be like uh, mm, sorry sam (laughs) our nervous systems can be dysregulated or deregulated (laughs) and yet functions perfectly from what it has absorbed the most now let me repeat that our nervous systems can be deregulated and yet still function perfectly from what it has absorbed the most now if it happens to be chaos pain hurt unavailability manipulation gaslighting fears worse (coughs) were frequently present in your childhood your nervous system through neuroception is constantly scanning your environment to spot any damages that look like the ones from the past. Now this causes an increase in negative thoughts, hypervigilance, and a reinforcement of limiting beliefs such as, let's say, men are all the same, that dumb shit. Or you say love only hurts. Or if you say women are all dangerous. Or many people are narcissists, etc. 
Yo, you know how, like, I swear I wish I would have known some of these things because I feel like uh, me and my, like, ex-girl, like, which is my son's mom, either we would have stopped talking to each other in the first week or we would still be together. It's a, it's, it's either or with us. It's never in between with us. It's either or. But some of this shit, she probably still needs to fucking work on it. And I don't know some of this shit I still need to work on. So it's it's crazy. It's a lot. But it's it's the nervous system, like I said, from that, if you don't learn to regulate your nervous system through breath work, not only will you keep focusing on the potential of being hurt, but you will keep attracting people who hurt you because energetically, you couldn't complete the traumatic loops from your past. And you keep cycling into these loops, attracting more people who match the energy of that hurting loop. Because like the saying goes, people, hurt people, hurt people. Okay? Sam. Let's hit him with another story, my man. Let him enjoy the organized chaos that is the X-rated experience. All right, so sometimes my friends accuse me of being a man-eater. Oh, trust me, I fucking know, but this isn't one of those stories. With that being said, one night I accidentally had sloppy, drunken, super kinky sex with some guy off Tinder that I wasn't even attracted to. He was nearly an hour late and then I drank wine for a couple hours while he did some work. I was honestly trying to get out of there I didn't want to sleep with him. Which is really saying something. Anyways post sex I drunkenly passed out for about an hour and then basically ran home. He tried getting in touch after, but I wouldn't answer his calls or reply to his texts so he sent me a picture he took of me without my consent when I was passed out naked in his bed. Not a good way to make a girl want to see you again. Yeah man, so it's that was a crazy story. Um, but speaking of, let, Sam, let's hit him with the one-two punch, shall we? Can we do that? Can we hit him with a one-two punch? Let's give him the bonus story number two. And then when we come back, I have a hilarious story about me arguing with the artificial intelligence. A real AI who thought it was fucking smarter than me. You got me fucked up. But it was on the topic of free will. And, you know, you know, like I said, Sam, roll the next story. Then we'll get into the story when we come back. Back in 2009, I dated this guy who worked inside the mall with me. Well, I worked at a clothing store. And he worked at one of those kiosks that sold paintings or some shit. Something about him just screamed big dick energy. He had great teeth, always had a nice haircut, and he smelled like what I think Drake smells like when he is about to go out. I finally say fuck it and asked him out. We were going to the whole dinner and movie thing, but my horniness was like, fuck the movies. I changed plans to just the movies. Because the only thing I wanted was some dick, all in and around my mouth. He agrees with the new plan, and I don't know why I didn't grope him in the movies as I wanted. I was trying to play it cool and simple. Well, we go to my place and started kissing, and stripping out of our clothes. I go to suck his dick, and oh my fucking god. 
It had to be no bigger than half of the pinky. I was so disappointed I called my devil dick having a sex. Because I needed my itch scratched desperately. Next thing I know I'm married with three kids and my devil dick having ass husband. So there's an experience for your ass. It went from disappointing to a love story. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Hell yeah. And shout out to you. <laughs> Matt, Sam, you know what to do. Do I have to say it? So at the end of, at the end of the day it was it's it's that like yeah it it, it became a fucking love story <laughs> like you and your devil dick ex got back together which I know it's sometimes hard to do because you know when you put the devil dick on the chick <laughs> and if like like that time it worked out I guess he was just fed up with fucking girls and having them go crazy and just you know decided that you're the one he always loved in the first place and yeah he's going to do right so that's pretty awesome but uh, trust me, take it from a guy who has been labeled the creator of Devil Dick himself. Uh, you know, it doesn't always work out like that sometimes. I mean, it, it's a lot of uh, exes that I would have... Uh, not a lot of them. Not a lot. I don't know why I said a lot. But it's, 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 it's more than usual of the exes. No? Money, hold on. <laughs> There's several exes that I would have... I would have loved for it to work out totally different. But, you know, shit happens. Life happens. We move on. It's life. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm happy for y'all. So nothing but positive vibes, peace, and blessings go out to you and your family. Uh, for the guy with the small dicks out there in the world, you guys really need to just tell them what it is. Off the bat. Off the bat. Like, just let it. Just fuck it. Let it out there. I can't say let it hang, but let it out there. Don't let it, you know? Let, you know? And any, and hey, hey, don't, 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 no. Five inches is, 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 is small. It's small. Anything under six inches is small. Anything over six inches is average. Anything in the double digits is big. All right? Yes. Yes. If you've seen some of these pornos out here, yes, a nine-inch dick is average these days. So be, but it's still good. A nine, I call eight to nine inches the perfect, you know, the perfect perfection because you're not too big, you're not too small, you're right there, you're hitting the spats, you're not fucking ruining someone's insides and pulling out their fucking cervix. But <laughs> so, yeah, you know, just. Tell them what it is, fellas. Hey, but again, hey, like, like, you know, this chick told me once, like, her dude, he might have had a small dick, but he knew what the fuck he was doing. Fellas, yes, the saying can be true sometimes. It's not the it's not the size of the pencil, it's the way you write your name. No, hell no, fuck no. I don't have these problems. You don't believe me. My dick is on Pornhub. I am very proud of where we came. Now I'm not a fucking mandingo, but I am nowhere near small either. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I said something that brought me to a nice point, a nice segue, if you will. You know how I love my segue, Sam. A nice segue into uh, loving and embracing yourself. The other day, I gave, if, like I said, if you download the Wisdom app, 
you'll see that, you know, sometimes it's it's like a TED Talk type forum thing. And so I like to say I gave a TED Talk, but I didn't give a TED Talk. But it was just something that was on my mind that I decided to uh, express on that wisdom platform. And then it's about loving yourself, embracing who you are and accepting flaws. It's pretty much you love everything about yourself. And those who are out there, like, come on, man. Like, I've said it before on this show so many times. No one's going to love you the way you love you. Okay? No one. No one is going to care for you the way that they sh- that you would care for yourself. So, for you to know the type of love you want, the type of self-worth you have for yourself, it's got, it, it has to be from yourself. If you have no confidence, you're obviously not caring and trusting yourself as you should because confidence isn't something you put on when you wake up and you take off when you go to sleep. No, confidence is there 24-7, 300 and whatever days out of the year, unless it's a leap year. Okay, this is why uh, things is just, could it could be handled so fucking differently. So fucking like it's it's just things like I've I I have been on the receiving end of a lot of projecting, which is what that guy was doing in the last story. The friend that got caught cheating, uh, uh, you know, I now that I am aware of what projecting is, like whoa, so many people that were in my like baby like what Sam? I'm trying to tell you, people are disgusting sometimes, but that's not the point. This uh, the point is. While during the TED Talk, like I said, on giving this thing of loving yourself, embracing who you are, like being proud of your flaws and all, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. Hello, hello. How you doing, bro? How are you this evening, I should say? I'm doing amazing. Thank God, bro. Hey, man, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Well, what brings you, I like to call this the Savage Hour, <laughs> what brings you here? You're welcome as well. My name is Pierre, by the way. What nice to meet you, Pierre. Nice to meet you, Pierre. Nice um, meeting you. Jose Garcia. So, Jose, where you from? South Texas. I live on South Padre Island. Ah, how's Texas? Is it hot as usual? Uh, not lately. <laughs> it's humid, oh, but man. not hot as lately, you know. Ah, oh, I wish. I mean, Arizona is still over 105, so. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cook an yes. egg out there. Oh, an egg, a steak. I literally cook burritos in my car. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it's, hey, it was, it, they were delicious, hot and spicy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what was going on, Jose? Have you did something today to show yourself that you that you love yourself? You have you embraced yourself, flaws and all? Overall, yes. I learned awesome how so. I learned that my children are my everything. I have four kids that are my heaven. They are my oh, amber. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I agree with. I have see. I got you beat by. Well, no, no. Unfortunately, I found out I have. I only had four. I thought I had five for a long time, but things happen. Yeah, (laughs) things happen for a reason, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes, yes, and kids, and it's just something about it. We can be having the worst day in the world. 
come home and that little one, well, now mine's most of, well, two of mine's are teenagers now, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, man, you're going through that hard stage, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. They how to respect so, themselves. Exactly, exactly. It's just, uh, but I'm loving it, though, because it's just like, I'm here, I'm here to see this. My dad, he was in the military, so, so he was in the military. Exactly. I didn't, and that's one of the things I had to learn not to do. And that's blame. I don't blame my parents for any good, bad, or indifferent. I don't blame them for anything. For a simple fact, I'm grown now. Okay, that was then. Even, even, like I said, it's one of those things where it's they hurt us super bad. They they did something that we just thought destroyed our world at that time. And like, how can we? And now we are dealing with the trauma or we're going through the therapy or we're trying to make it right within ourselves. But if we take a step back into our parents' shoes at that time, to them, it was probably just a Thursday. It was probably just a learning process. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't even notice that, they, like, we took it. It broke. They didn't even notice until we had the goal to actually say something in our adult years because it seems like it always comes out when we get older. <laughs> yeah, it so, does, man. We actually realized what they're going through when we had no idea mm-hmm. when we were young. Exactly. Exactly. So it's one like I, like I told my mom, my mom, I always say, Mom, you were the most funnest, dysfunctional mother I've ever like in a, a, a young man can say because yeah, you had your flaws, but you were at the art. You were there. You came through on Christmas, like you came. You were there for the important stuff, even though it doesn't, you know, equate. Like I always say, all right, you showed up for the Super Bowl, but you were never at practice. You, we kind of got, kind of got here ourselves. But I'm not holding that against you. You had to do everything you had to do for me and my siblings because at the end of the day, it was you, and you yeah. know. Yeah, you didn't know if you were going to get a phone call. Hey, he's never coming home or anything like that. So, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's, so now being a dad myself, like my my uh, second oldest is mad at me for for something. <laughs> I'll find out when she's talking to me again. It's been like, <laughs> man. I have, so, three, I have three brothers and one younger sister. She's the princess of the family. But now nah, I'm the second oldest, but I mean, I put them through hell because I was just raising the hood and I came out of that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they couldn't accept that. They left me behind. You know what I mean? Uh, I was left in the to live with the wolves and shit. I was raised white wolves, <laughs> pretty much. Yep. Yep. Hey, I know what that's like. I'm also from the hood. I've, I've always said I've survived public schools and public housing. So anything else is just. It's just yeah, then after that, me. if you can do with that, you can surpass anything. Exactly, exactly. Because I always say, when you come from the hood, like it's it's not just you know uh, uh, another race looking at you differently. Sometimes you have your own race, like oh, he's from here. You know, it's just you brush me off, or you think I can't do it because of where I'm from. Which what you don't know is because I am from there. Oh, I got a fire to make it. Like you have no idea. Exactly. So, <laughs> you said it. So my dad used to call me stupid every day, dude. And I would be like, man, you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong. And what did I do? I built a company yep. since I was 18. There you go. There you Just go. Just to prove him wrong. Just to prove him wrong. 
Exactly. And and I would see with that, I had to uh, stop letting the best because my temper was poof, off the roof. So I had to stop letting uh, that fuel my success. I had to stop letting that fuel me because that emotion can always make your biggest dream turn into worst nightmare. So it's yeah. one of those. Yeah, so it's one of those things where you want to, once you make it, you want to turn around like, ah, I did it. I'm shoving down your throat now that I did it. I did it. I did it. And so we get so, so caught up in, hey, I proved you wrong, nana, 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 that we lose sight of, okay, you, you, you okay, now what? Because <laughs> yeah. I proved you wrong. I was successful. Now I'm about to become complacent because now I'm nothing. I don't have that. It's not that you don't have it, energy to do anything else. It's just that, okay, I can, I don't know. It's, maybe it's just me because I've become real complacent when I tackle a goal. I just, I'm like, okay, I'm at the top and like, I'm just up here kicking rocks and being bored. <laughs> now there's nothing else to do. So <laughs> it's just, just got to keep them avenues open. Like at, at any given moment, like, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel venerable like all the time, like because no matter what, I deserve respect, and there's yeah. nothing that can just like take my mind off of that. I deserve respect. I people deserve respect just like I deserve respect, and I'm not going to treat yeah. them any any different than I want to feel. Man, I'm running out of time, bro. I don't know if you want me to hop back on or it's um it's Oh no, it's good. I gotta, it's I gotta I gotta go as well. Yeah, hey, it's been an awesome pleasure, man. Spoken like a true savage. Spoken like a true fucking savage. Sam, what are you doing? What uh, why are you waiting? Okay. All right. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and that was that interview. And it's going to be plenty much more. Like I said, uh, uh, I'm on Wisdom sometimes after uh, a show just aired. And it's, it's kind of like if you watch Walking Dead and then you watch the talk, the talking dead after it's like a show recapping what happened and they have the actors and actresses on there talking. It's kind of like that. It's going to kind of like it's going to be formatted just like that. After a new episode drops, Every time you will hear uh, uh, me on Wisdom giving a recap of it, talking to uh, other guests, or if you have questions about the episode, whatever. So that's going to be pretty dope. Hey, Sam, when I think we are giving them a hell of a fucking bonus episode, I know our season premiere better be fucking just, we just have fireworks just everywhere. All right. Just shoot my guns. You know. <laughs> shoot, shots fired. Boom. Uh, no, I'm playing with the buttons. Um, <laughs> shut up, Sam. Sam, mad because I came over here. It's hey, it's it's life. It's life. So without any uh, you know, further ado, before we go, um, I want to go ahead and just pretty much we're still we're still working on ourselves. We're still working on uh ourselves. So this is why I'm giving this tip on why your romantical relationships aren't working. All right, then we're going to get into the last story. Then I'm going to say goodbye. Stay fly. Stay hot. Okay, because I have a fucking flight to catch. If you're hearing this, I'm probably either back from my hiatus or I'm still on it. I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
So this one I feel like spoke out to me the most of why romantic relationships don't work uh, because it's something me and my and a therapist have been talking about and pulling out of me, my doctor, my doctor J, my doctor mama. <laughs> uh, and it's pretty much um, another reason why it doesn't work is the wounded inner child and her teenager. Yes, that 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 was man. Before Dr. Mom fucking opened my, me up and made me vulnerable to this world in that session we had, oh my God, I never knew how much hurt I was holding on to had. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, like I said, bro, if I would have dealt with some of this shit earlier, I, I probably would have matured spiritually and mentally a long ass fucking time, a long ass fucking time ago, dude. Like, and what we mean by the wounder, the wounded inner child and her teenager is uh, the little one inside of us all, the, the child inside of us all, it seeks for reconciliations and they are not looking for reconciliations. That, you, you see what I mean? See, how, like, uh, like, let me say that again. So the little one inside of you seeks the reconciliation and they are not, I'm sorry, this little one inside of you seeks for reconciliation and they are not looking for reconciliation from the people who have made them safe they don't like but from the ones who have hurt them in the past so they are not looking for that reconciliation within their girlfriends or whoever's in their lives lives and making their lives better now or making them happy now or keeping their bubble safe. They're not looking for the reconciliation from them. They're looking for the ones that has hurt them in the past. But this is why we also keep attracting people who keep reinforcing the hurt from your childhood trapped inside your body. Because those wounds keep being reactivated so you can hear your inner child screams for liberation and finally reparent yourself and make them feel safe again. You provide safety for yourself. You keep diffusing your programmings while reprogramming your nervous system so peace and joy and enthusiasm become familiar again. And instead of the chaos you are trying to protect yourself from. So that last part, again, you keep diffusing your programmings while reprogramming your nervous system so peace and joy and enthusiasm become, I'm sorry, peace plus joy and enthusiasm becomes familiar again. Instead of just, you know, Taking the chaos that you're trying to protect yourself from. Why do we do that? I don't fucking know. I don't know. But it's another reason why those romantical relationships doesn't work, people. Let's get into the last and final story. I had sex with my cousin last night. There has been some weird and obvious chemistry between us over the years. We're in our late 20s and both single both a little bit emotionally screwed up. I don't know about other places, but here in the US. This shit is mostly frowned upon by society. We rarely see each other, maybe two times a year, and since early childhood, 
I spent about 10 years not seeing her at all. Last night over some drinks, one thing led to another, next thing I know I was fucking her raw, and smacking her ass. Now, in the cold, grey light of day, I'm not sure how I feel about the whole thing. It was incredibly hot and very passionate. It may happen again sometime because it was good at the moment. We all love, love, love the summertime season. We are all excited about the X-Rated Experience podcast, the premiere. Special guest host. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know. Like I said, we're, we haven't had that meeting yet, but we will. And when we do, you'll know because you'll see it in a promo or something. So I want to shout out all of these listeners domestically, internationally, you guys are awesome. I don't give a fuck what race, color, creed, sexuality. I don't give a fuck about none of that. If your energy is good, if your spirit is uplifting, if you're an awesome person that believes in the power of positivity, being yourself, embracing yourself, loving yourself, not bringing down others, all of the things they say that everybody will be just awesomely progressive at if we start to practice it more. We can get to whatever peaceful realm or plane we want to make Earth. Okay? On that note, my savage ladies and gentlemen, when you hear me again, you will hear another version of me. What do I mean by that? It will, I will be evolved. I would have matured. I would have gotten to a place that I feel like I need to be and it will be fucking awesome. It will be fucking awesome. Okay? So, when I do come back, I want to see you back here in this sanctuary of chaos, of organized chaos, the celebration of sexual freedom, and the loving of our mental health and well-being. Stay safe. Stay savage. I'm sorry, wait. I did. <laughs> Stay safe. Stay healthy. And amongst everything else, please, 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 please. Stay savage. Love you.